welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's Word today, just a little bit about myself. I love Jesus, I love people, and I love coffee. And I love sharing all of that. I love talking about keys to our abundant living. So if you haven't already grabbed a cup of coffee, go get yourself a cup and join me today as I talk about us girding up our loins and what that means as we continue on in the things the Lord has for us. And before we dig into that, I just want to encourage you, if you've been enjoying this podcast, share, share about the podcast with others. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast. And if you share the word, it's helping me to share the word. So thank you for that. And so, so far, In all of January, I've really been talking about the thing that I feel like the Lord has been telling me for us to prepare in this year, right? And in Isaiah 22, 22, just to briefly go over, uh, I started this three previous podcasts that this one is kind of wrapping up. So if you haven't listened to those, go listen to those. And so Isaiah 22, 22, which of course we're in the year 2022, It talks about God opens the door, and I'm paraphrasing these scripture verses. God opens a door that no man can close. Man cannot shut this door on us. That ought to get us excited right there. That's encouragement right there. The only one that can stop that door from being effective, which I'm going to get to that verse next, is us. And so we have 1 Corinthians 16, 9, which is the next scripture verse the Lord led me to. And in that scripture verse, it's Paul talking, and he says, for a great and effective door has opened to me. Some say a great and wide door. Some say effectual door, uh, translations. But it's basically a great door. It's a wide door. it's, It's a lot of opportunity in ministry to get the word of the Lord out. That's why a door would open to us for kingdom purposes. And so this great and effective, which does mean it will be effectual. It will have its purposes. It will be fulfilled. But then he adds this little thing at the end that we can't miss. And the Lord really highlighted that to me. And there are many adversaries. Some translations say, but there will be many who oppose me. So we've been warned. So what do we do with that? Well, then the Lord brought me to and this is what I talked about last week, Romans 8.31, which basically says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who can stop the work of the Lord? Nobody can except us on ourselves. We have to be aware of that. We are the key individual to any prophetic word spoken over us by a prophetic voice or to us by God himself We're the individual. We make it happen or not happen. How? By stepping out in faith to what God has said. We put action behind the word. It's not a puff. It just happens. (laughs) That doesn't take place. And we expect that. Well, God said, but God never did. Well, God was waiting on you and me to step first. Then he does. That first step We might feel like we're literally stepping off the cliff at the Grand Canyon, but his hand is always right there, always right there to help us walk and step where we need to walk and step. And so for this week, wrapping this all up, 
for the word that I feel God has for 2022 about the door opening and no man closing it, about that very door being wide and effective, and about the fact that when we step through that door, we're now warned there are going to be adversaries. And that the fact is, if God is for us, no one can be against us. In other words, if the door you're walking through is, is actually a door God has opened, he's got you. Just keep going. Just shake it off and make, take another step. Shake it off and take another step. I'm reminded of a picture the Lord gave me years ago about going up these steps, going up this level, level, another level, another level, right? And just that you know, uh, the shoulders of this person going up the steps just had like all these ashes, gray ashes on their shoulders. But every time they shook their shoulders, they shook those ashes off and they went up a step. The weight was taken off and they were equipped to step up. And then you know what the truth is? There's more ashes on that next step. And I think that's where we get weary. I think that's where we get bewildered. And a lot of people step back and decide it's not worth it. But if we'll keep shaking it off and we'll keep stepping in, we will fulfill every single prophetic word spoken over us in and through him with his strength because he doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. And we've done the action of what we're talking about today. We have girded up our loins. Well, that's kind of an old statement. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? So to me, If I was going to translate the phrase, gird up those loins, I would say, prepare yourself for action. Be ready. Be prepared. Buckle your belt, right? What good does a belt do if you put it on and you don't buckle it? Absolutely nothing. Buckle the belt. And so a couple scriptures I want to share on girding up our loins, on being prepared for action, being ready. Like there's a lot of things you don't want to step into them if you're not prepared in the natural. But we don't a lot of times or we fail to place a level of importance on preparing spiritually and we have to be prepared. So Proverbs 31 verse 17, this is the Proverbs woman. She doesn't get anything wrong, right? She has just really accomplished everything in her life and she has accomplished it well. Well, you know what? Here's one thing she did. In verse 17, she wraps herself in strength, might, and power in all her works. That's how she did it. The strength of the Lord, the might of the Lord, the power of the Lord in all her works. As a matter of fact, with this Proverbs 31 woman, if you go back a few verses to verse 15, it says, even in the night season, What does that really mean? Even in the difficult times, she arises and sets food on the table. It's exactly what I'm saying. Even in the night season, she arises and sets food on the table. Even in the difficult times, she prepares regardless. Gird up those loins. Prepare yourself for action. And that really goes along with that scripture verse about she wraps herself in strength, might, and power, right? What does 2 Timothy verse 1, 7 tell us? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but what? Of power, love, and a sound mind. You can even translate that sound mind out to self-discipline. We're self-controlled. We do what we know needs to be done. So we are in the position we need to be in when that door has opened. 
and we're prepared as we step through and we face those adversaries and God steps with us. And when God step in with us, nothing can stop us. Nothing can harm us, nothing. So in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, it's another girding up of the loins. It says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind because that's where the biggest battle is. That's where most of our weariness comes from, actually. Being anxious, being fearful, worrying, all the things the Bible says, do not fear, be anxious for nothing, right? What does one day of worrying add? We're told to not do any of this, yet we do it and we excuse it. And we cannot, if we want that door to be effectual, if we want to be able to, with the Lord and his strength and his might and his power, be able to contend against the adversaries, we have to be prepared for action in our minds. We have to have girded up the loins of our mind. First Peter 1.13 goes on to say, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So what is that really saying? Have your heart and have your mind ready for action. Be focused, be steady, be firm, be alert, be self-controlled in your mind. You can't be, what, what's not being sober? So being not sober is not thinking right. What does not being sober do? It alters our thoughts. It alters our ways. It alters our thinking. So to be opposite of that is to be prepared in our mind to be prepared in our ways, to be prepared in our thinking. This is how we're going to walk through that open door that no man can shut. This is how that open wide door will be effectual and the adversaries won't be able to cause us to turn around. This is how God is for us and no man is against us. This is how, by girding up our loins, by being prepared ourselves, and we do it. This is our responsibility. Nobody can do this for us. We have to be prepared for action. We have to place our hope where our hope belongs. Certainly don't place it your, any of your hope in man because you will be let down more often than not. Place your hope and your trust and your faith where it belongs, in Jesus Christ, in the power of his blood. That's where your faith belongs. That's where your trust belongs. That's where your hope belongs. That's what equips you to continue on. Like I said last week, to press on like Paul did. Uh, You can't press if there's no resistance. There's a difference between pressing and pushing. Pushing a door swings wide open. If there's some resistance on the other side, you gotta press in. You gotta, pressing is pushing a little harder. I'll say that about it. So still girding up our loins, I was reminded of the scripture in 1 Kings 18, verse 46, and it's about Elijah. And first it says, in the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. So that's important because like for us, we can put that in the place of the door that God opened we go through. That door will be effectual. That door no man can shut. So the one that God's, what God's hand is on is what's effective. The hand of the Lord was on Elijah. What did God's hand do? It gave Elijah more strength than he normally would have had. So for us, when we step through the door, God opened and not man, we'll have more strength 
than we normally would. Because that door is going to be effectual. We've already been promised that. And we've already been promised as we go through the door God has said to go through, he's going with us. The spirit of the strength was with Elijah, right? Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He strengthens us supernaturally to do things we normally in self, in flesh, would not be able to do. So even though, this is the point I don't want you to miss, even though the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, what did Elijah do next? I mean, he could have been like, oh, hey, God's hands on me. I'm good. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stop running. No, he prepared himself to run by girding up his loins. He basically pulled up any loose garments. He took care of the stuff uh, dangling around his feet, basically, buckled his belt so that his loose garments were gathered up and held into place that he would be more prepared for the journey ahead of him. And so what did he do, by the way? He ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. (laughs) Pretty impressive. That's, you know, so if you study that out, it was about a 16-mile run. Powerful. But the thing is that I don't want you to miss about that is that the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he still prepared himself for action. He still got ready. I want to end this off today and this Uh, what I would, I guess, consider a series of what I believe God is saying, grab a hold of to um, be equipped to walk out 2022 is in Proverbs chapter three, verses five through eight. You know, I say this a lot, but again, one of my favorite verses, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, Acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own sight. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Again, I mean, this is only three, right? Five, six, seven, eight, four verses. It's four verses with so much promise and so much responsibility on our portion. God's portion and our portion. We're a team us and God. And it's wild to think that. It's wild to think God needs me on his team. Yes, it's why you were created. That's awesome news. That's your purpose. That's your reasoning. Like you're not just here for happenstance, just hoping to go through and do okay and end your life happy. No, he has plans and purposes for you and he needs you. He has his portion. We have our portion. He carries a lot more than we carry, but we still have our part. So what do we have to do? We have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Are we trusting in the Lord? It's key here, with all of our heart, not just a portion of it. Are we not trying to analyze and figure every little thing out? Like I heard this weekend uh, from a minister, he's already there. What you're worried about, he's already in that place. What you're fearful of, he's already there waiting for you. What you're allowing to be anxious in your life, he's already in that place of victory waiting for you to get there. That's comforting. That's why we trust him with all of our heart. And that's why we do not lean on our own understanding. Do we consider God in everything we do? Verse six says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. 
in all your ways acknowledging him. Are we considering God in everything we do? Do we honor God in everything? Yeah, everything. Absolutely everything we do should honor God. Absolutely everything we do should take God into consideration. Like if you're married, right, you do much better. You have a much better marriage if you're considering your spouse in all things. If you're like, ah, forget about it. I don't really care what he or she thinks about this today. Well, that's not going to go good. It's the same with God. We're his bride. That's why it says in all your ways, not some of your ways, all of your heart in all of your ways. And what does it say? In response. So that's our, that's our portion to trust him with all of our heart, to not lean on our own understanding and in all of our ways, acknowledge him. Now, here we go. Here's his portion because he always comes in. He will make straight your paths. By the way, then he says, be not wise in your own sight. Do we think we know better than God at times? I have. We have to answer these questions honestly. Are we trusting God with all of our heart? Do we consider God in everything we do? Not analyzing and figuring everything out on our own, which we can't anyways. Do we think we know better than God at times? Because the answers to those questions will lead to him leading us as we step through that great and effective door. If we don't rely on our own opinions, our own feelings, but instead we turn our heart towards him and rely on and trust in him, we will walk in his strength, his power, and his might, and no adversary can trip us up. God will never mislead us. He will never misguide us. And he is always, always going to walk with us and before us and behind us and all around us too. (laughs) He's with us. We walk through that great and effective door knowing that there's adversaries preparing ourselves for action, knowing that when we're with God, nothing can withstand us. Nothing can close that door on us. Nothing can stop what God has called us to do as we step forward to do what God has called us to do.